What's up, Zach family? Welcome to game day. We are recording this a day late. It's the um, post game day. It's post game day. But yes, we're recording one day late. Chad got his COVID shot, his second shot, two days ago. And yesterday he was a little, a little tired. He was a little worn out. Tell us about it, Chad. Well, I was, yeah. So uh, we, we got our second Moderna shot. My wife's pregnant, so she was able to get on you know, the, the list uh, early. And um, so I got my second shot on Tuesday. Really, it wasn't that bad, but I had a really hard time sleeping on Tuesday night. So yesterday I was just exhausted. And I had some chills. I had a little bit of aches, but it, it wasn't terrible, but mostly just exhausted all day yesterday. So I'm, I'm summoning the energy today to uh to get this done so bear with me i may uh i may defer to you a little bit and kind of provide some color today but you mean patrick making it happen patrick talking more than normal that's a lot of talking Isn't that's a shock that's a shock <laughs> so um so chad's reaction to his second covid shot was worse than my actual covid i think so it wasn't bad i just had a hard time sleeping ah. like I, kept, I kept i just kept waking up like shivering so, I mean, when you wake up every half hour, yeah, it's hard to get like into your REM cycle. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you don't get a lot of restorative sleep. I got that. So let, let's talk overall numbers. So statewide, where were we, Chad? Overall numbers. Okay. So we're talking February, 2021. Those are sales occurring in December of 2020, 1.69% growth. That's, I mean, pretty good. I mean, That's Christmas sales are always usually the highest of the year right? December is usually the highest sales month of the year. And we see that in February. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty good growth. But when we dig into it, we actually look at specific areas. I was a bit surprised at, at some of the performance that we saw across the board. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, well, let, give us a high level. Yeah. So, I mean, high level looking at, uh, you know, different regions. Uh, the DFW region was 2.79% up. Uh, the Houston area and the Woodlands area were, were down slightly, just 1%. San Antonio, New Bronzeville was up 2.4. Uh, kind of deep South Texas. Can I just say something? Yeah. There's, just for our friends in New Braunfels, there's only one S in New Braunfels. New Braunfels. Yeah, you, you're right. I put an S in it. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. figured I'd, you know. New Braunfels. Just stand up for our, our friends down there in Central Texas. Yeah, I, I've had, I, you know, I have great childhood memories in New Bronzeville's. I don't think that was a different town. Thank you for that. <laughs> McAllen, did, Edinburgh. Did y'all go down there for Schlitterbahn? Oh, yeah, as a kid. Did you we go, would, uh, go tubing? Go tubing, and we would stay in the cabins, like right there on the Comal, right? And then you go to Schlitterbahn. If, if you're not Texan, if you didn't grow up in Texas, maybe that's not the truth. If you, you didn't took. grow up in Texas, you, probably the only reason that you know Schlitterbahn is because of that terrible tragedy that happened. Yeah, it's kind a of a it's ago. kind of a stain for sure on the name. But if you grew up in Texas, like that's a that's a deep in the heart of Texas like kid vacation. Yeah, the world's first uphill ro- uh, water coasters. Yeah, and you get to take your own ice chest inside. Like that that's was a true. Schlitterbahn thing, right? So. Uh, McAllen Edinburgh was up 8.9%. Midland Odessa, positive hey. numbers. Positive numbers. Uh, we have can, uh, like an applause yeah, just, uh, track we can uh, play here. Seriously though, can we can we double check let's, on those numbers? Can you make yeah, sure that's right? Let's jump there. Yeah, let's let's just jump right into Midland Odessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so Midland's still down 4.3%, but Odessa breaking the streak 
of like two years of decline. Odessa up I, I feel, 9.9%. I feel like we should send our friends in Odessa an email to congratulate them on their first positive. 9.9%. That is amazing. That, that is yeah. literally, let's see, hold on here. When in the world they have of COVID. Not had, they have not had a month of growth since September 2019. Guys, I don't even need to wait until the end of this. That's our that's our our shining star. What do you call it? Star Baker. Our, our star, whatever we call it. Shining star was the old our award star we used to give. Yeah. Our what, what do we call it? our star baker? That's yeah, right. Yeah, we have co-opted the uh, the British baking show. Yeah, that's correct. So our star baker, five minutes into the podcast, is Odessa, Texas. I mean, you can't. That's, there's there's nobody that compares to this. No, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you look just just for context, the past let's say seven or eight months, down thirty one, down thirty three. Down twenty nine, down thirty four, down thirty five. So to see a nine percent growth, that's awesome. Now let me let me stick a little bit of a a negativity on it. One point two million of their growth was an audit. Oh no, was it really? <laughs> Do we need to take away the Starbaker Award? Oh, we might. I'm sorry, Odessa. We were so happy for you. Can until we hit the pause button it. here? I'm gonna do some quick math here. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do the math to see if they're still gonna remain positive after this. Oh, they won't for yeah, sure. They're they're gonna be negative. In the COVID world, we would call this a false positive. <laughs> Dad <laughs> joke of the day. Chad can't even handle it. Y'all should see his face. Yeah, I, I will say that they're still down only 11, percent which is which is good. I I think we're gonna have to give it to him anyway. Yeah. Despite the audit, you know, we don't know what the audit includes. Maybe it was some taxpayers that should have been paying them over these past 12 months. But either way, just to have a positive number, that even feel, if there's a caveat, I think that's I think that's something to look look. That feels happy a, at. that feels a little fun, fair, positive. Everybody gets a trophy, but we'll let it happen this one time. Yeah, we'll let it yeah, slide. We'll let it slide. So, uh, continuing uh, looking at just regions, uh, Corpus Christi area was down one point one six. El Paso, Las Cruces, point uh, four. Amarillo, Pampa, uh, Borger up two point four percent. Lubbock, Plainview, uh, Leveland up 0.75, so pretty flat. Brownsville, Harlingen, and Raymondville still strong, 6.17 in that region. Uh, the Tyler-Jacksonville area up 3.75. Uh, Victoria, Port Lavaca down 2.6%. And Kerrville, Fredericksburg uh, up 10.78%. I haven't said it yet. I'll say it when we get to it. You, you can see yeah. my smile there. That's you're smiling. Yeah, you're waiting for it. So let's, let's just jump into DFW. Uh, it's first on our list. It's the easiest one to jump into. And that way we can go in order so we don't forget somebody like we did last month or the month before last. Because last month, as you recall, we recorded this podcast three times. Yes. And we and had no audio. No audio. <laughs> so uh, we have officially changed uh, the way we record our broadcast now. So it just is what it is. So Dallas, uh, Dallas was up 1.9%. Arlington, 3%. Yeah. Frisco, so Dallas, Dallas up one point nine, but they have a two and a half million dollar audit adjustment. Yeah, so they're down when you make an adjustment when you adjust for the audit adjustment. Arlington three, uh, Frisco seven point eight. That's that's really strong growth for Frisco because they they have been a little flatter. Uh, McKinney is eight point four two. Plano was down one point two. Irving was down two point eight. Grand Prairie up uh, six and a half. Mesquite. Oh, I missed Fort Worth. Sorry. Fort Worth is basically flat. They were down half a percent. Um, 
Mesquite was down 2%. Allen was up 5%. Louisville, 11%. Coppell up 18%. Wow, big number rise there. Richardson down 19%. Grapevine down 15%. Denton down almost 2%. The Colony coming in strong with Nebraska Furniture Mart at 24.5%. Um, Southlake down 3 uh, Carrollton down 8 Mansfield up 3 Garland down one and Rockwall down one. We can continue, but that kind of gets us through the bulk of it. All right. So jumping into another region, let's go look at what's next, Chad. Houston, uh, Houston Woodlands. Woodlands. So H town. Yeah. Down three and a quarter percent. My Astros kept Michael Brantley, by the way. I don't know. I know you don't care about my trash rows, but that's my team. So a year ago, Pretty much this same time period, almost a year ago, I was, uh, I was at spring training when COVID hit and spring training got canceled. Sad. So that's true. Maybe I think there's going to be a a newsletter that mentions that pretty soon. Oh, there is actually going to be a newsletter. Yeah, it's supposed to. Once we hit the send button on that one. Uh, So uh, yeah, Houston down three and three quarters, but with with an audit adjustment of plus one million, so they'd actually be quite a bit lower. Yeah. Yeah. So but uh, Sugarland and Conroe both up, which is uh, which is good for them. Which is new, right? Sugarland has actually seen some declines. Am I am I wrong? Uh, so so, yeah. Sugarland has not yeah, seen a positive number since April of 2020. Yeah, so that's great. Yeah, it's good is news that, for Sugarland. Is that an audit though? No, no. That's that's pretty. I mean, uh, it's they were still positive despite the audit adjustments. So. Yeah, correct. Same for Conroe. Uh, Pearland up 3.3. Pasadena down 10 and a half. League City uh, down two and a half. Rosenberg up 40. Almost forty-two percent. Baytown up twenty-six percent. Wow. Yeah. Texas, Galveston seven point two percent down. Yeah. Tomball, you know, half a percent down. My hometown of Katy, Texas, up two and a half percent. Humble, uh, just basically flat. Dickinson, wow, fifty percent up. I don't know. Can we give the Star Baker Award? I mean, that's a that's a big number. That's a big number right there. So. Dickinson coming in there with some strong numbers. So, I mean, the Houston market, you know, overall, not, not terrible. They, they actually did show a negative number as a region uh, of just, yes. just a little over 1%. So not too bad. So San Antonio, New Brunswick, Paracel. Let's see. You probably call it Parasol, but it's Paracel. Parasol. Okay. I didn't even pronounce it right when I was trying to tell you how to pronounce it. <laughs> so, uh, San Antonio uh, had an audit adjustment. That's the only reason they're positive. The audit adjustment was 378,000. They were actually up only 200,000. So uh, when you take that into account, they would have been down. Uh, New Bronzeville's. uh, New Bronzeville's. Yes, I can't. I can't help it. New Braunfels. It's just muscle memory at this point. <laughs> you know what's funny is 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 they actually listen to our podcast, and so I'm probably going to get an email on that one. So uh, we're up seven point five seven percent there. Uh, Shirts is up fifteen point seven. Live Oak Texas down five percent. Selma up seventeen. Bernie up eighteen point nine. Seguin down three. Uh, that's surprising, right? Seguin's been fairly strong and positive. Oh no, they've had three down months in a, or or three down months in the last they've been up and six. Down. Yeah. yeah, they've been up and down. Uh, Helodes up thirty four percent. Windcrest fifteen. Universal City up five. Converse up seventeen. Wow. Cibolo nine and a half. Pleasanton was down thirteen point seven. 
And then we get into Floresville was up three and a half. Uh, Bolverde was up 15. Alamo Heights was up. Another strong one, 5.75%. And then Parasol is up, is down. Ooh, ooh, should never have said their name incorrectly. Down 19.91%. I'm going to jump over to McAllen Edinburgh um, or Edinburgh. And they've actually got some some pretty positive numbers until you get down to Mercedes. But McAllen, despite an audit adjustment, would still be positive. But with it, about 1.4%. Edinburgh up 12. FAR, 14.5. Mission up 66%. That's a big number. That's a huge number. Uh, so that's 66% on uh, at 1.9 million. Uh, Westlaco up 6%. Then Mercedes down 19%. That's your first city in that CSA that's uh, that's showing decline. Alamo up 12, Donna up 18.7, Rio Grande City uh, down 1.1. They'd basically be flat if not for an audit adjustment. San Juan about flat, Hidalgo 16.5, Palmhurst up 16, and Elsa, let it go, Elsa, up 13, 33.84%. It's cold outside, Elsa. It's cold. It is super cold. <laughs> super cold. So jumping over to Midland, Odessa, I know we talked a little bit already about our friends in Odessa, but Midland was down 4.32%. Can, can we actually call that a little bit of a win? Like just 4% down for Midland. I mean, we have been averaging. So, so Midland and Odessa both had pretty big audit adjustments though. They did. Yeah. They both had audit adjustments. Uh, but you know, they, I, mean, I, I understand if you want to, if you want to feel uncomfortable giving the Midland Odessa area, the star Baker, because of those auto adjustments, I can, I can live with that. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that just given how ugly it's been for the past 12 to 18 months, that any sign of hope is kind of worth uh, celebrating. So if we compare this to another cooking show chopped, one of my, one of my favorites, this is like keeping the chef who forgets one of the main ingredients. So, you know, we just watched a, uh, the second season of a show on Netflix called blown away. It's like, like a, it's a gas or not gas. It's a, a glass blowing competition. Okay. So whatever <laughs> it is, what it is. It's a, it's a half hour show. So it's kind of quick. Uh, and they only have one round, but okay. um, there was a guy in the second season and they kept him, I don't want to spoil it, but they kept him for, I think, two extra episodes. Oh, hold on, Chad. Go ahead and spoil it because I don't think any of our listeners are going to watch this show. <laughs> they may not. They kept him for two episodes deeper than they probably should have because uh-huh. one of them, one of the pieces he did was in memory to his father who had passed away like the day that he got there to the competition. And then the next week, he did a, a piece that was dedicated to his mother who had died. You know, several years ago. So, this cracks like, me he up. He just pulled on that heartstring to keep himself in the competition. I, I understand, but this cracks me up about you because you this these are the areas where Chad is cold, right? <laughs> this is this is the area where like I I love the frustration that comes from Chad when people do things like this, or you know, you get into the Starbucks line and it, it just always happens to Chad. Like I get in the Starbucks line and somebody ahead of me pays for my order. And, you know, I ended up buying like four drinks and I ended up only having to buy like, like one drink behind me, right? The person behind you. Yeah. Yeah. When Chad gets in that scenario and it's, it is literally karma of Chad's life. He gets like the full on office order, like the 10 or 20 Starbucks drinks. And he ends up having like a 50 or $60 bill. It's a totally different animal. 
Yeah, I've actually said no. I, I do not want to participate. <laughs> I have never said no. I, well, I, if, I have if, if I'm buying a $2.50 coffee and the person behind me has a $20 order, like, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll buy one of the drinks, but I'm not going to pay 10 times as much because the person in front of me decided to do it. And the, the people at Starbucks are always really, really excited to keep this train going. Uh-huh. But the thing about paying it forward is like if everyone is just paying for someone else's meal, or order like i don't understand how that's really being nice and generous have you watched the wizard of Oz? what are you saying like i don't have like i'm a tin man with no heart no tin man needed oil right it was oh, yeah, the lion like, the, it was the, the lion that needed the heart yeah first off time out time out I, I totally blew that reference yeah you it, it never happens like you never blow a movie reference like you always have the movie reference down but apparently if you flow all the way back to like the 19, that was a 60s, 70s. When was that? Oh movie? no, it was in the 30s. 30s. Okay. If we go all the way back to the 30s, that's uh, that's fun to hear Chad blow one. So yeah, 1939. <laughs> so Midland was up for 4.3. Odessa, or sorry, was down 4.3. Odessa was up 9.9. Stanton was up 12 and a half, and Goldsmith, uh, which doesn't have a ton of revenue, was up 21. I'm really interested for the feedback on this episode. Cause we've already, we're not even like halfway through this list and we've had some pretty substantial tangents. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's hit Corpus Christi uh, area. Corpus Christi down 4.6%. That's with an $80,000 audit adjustment. So they would actually have been down probably closer to 5%. Portland up 7.2 Kingsville, 8.8 uh, Alice basically flat and Ingleside about 0.8% growth. Rockport, 15.7. Aransas Pass, 6% up. Port Aransas, 23.5% up. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, outside of Corpus Christi, which, you know, obviously has the bulk of the revenue in that area. Yeah, it's the big the big yeah, dog. Every, everybody did pretty well in that region outside of Corpus. So, El Paso, Las Cruces, Texas, New Mexico, which we don't look at the New Mexico side. But El Paso was down a little over half a percent. Uh, they also had a positive audit adjustment. So if you take that into account, it would, it would be over a percent, probably 1.25 horizon city uh, was up 17. Uh, Socorro, uh, the city, not the movie was up 22%. Anthony was Sicario. Sicario. Yeah. There you go. I redeem myself on the movie references. references. (laughs) Check that out. So, uh, and then Anthony was up 33.32%. All right, jump over to Amarillo Pampa border uh, as a region. What were we up? Two and a half percent. Amarillo proper up two point seven. Uh, Pampa and border both down about six percent. Pampa, Pampa, Pampa. Amarillo up two point seven percent. Pampa and border both down about six percent. Uh, Guys, can we make I'm Chad cut, get I'm his cut. COVID shot before every podcast we do? Because <laughs> I've never in my life seen him make so many mistakes that are funny to me. Yeah, what's going to be funny though is I'm I'm going to edit that one out. No, 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 no. you got to leave that one. You got to leave that one. Uh, so, Canyon oh, up thirteen. Canyon up thirteen point four. Double Oak fifteen point eight. Panhandle eighteen point eleven. And uh, Fritch up three point four. The problem is right now I have so much clothes on, so many clothes on that I am just like drenched in sweat right now, and it's just like I, I got a lot going on here. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to, to manage. I'm going to move on to Lubbock Plainview Leveland area and jump into that because we, I think we probably had enough of learning that Chad has five sweaters. Lubbock was uh, pretty much flat. They were, they were down 0.11%. They did have an audit adjustment. So if you take that into account, 
they would have been down a little further. Plainview yeah. was up 11 and a half. Leveland was up one and a half. Wolf Earth, 1.96 up. Slayton was up 7.1. Uh, Sundown was up 17. Uh, Idaloo was up 15. Uh, Abernathy was down 16. So, uh, you know, a decent so, month in that region if you take uh, Lubbock into account. So funny thing about, uh, actually, I, I should have said this on the, the Amarillo area. Uh, I saw this news clip from a uh, DFW news station from like the early 90s this morning. And it was like right now, obviously, we're in some kind of winter storm for the next like month, it seems. Um, but way back then, they had a huge storm up in the panhandle and they sent a reporter because as I don't know why they do this. But they send these poor people up to go stand out in the freezing cold weather. And it was like negative, I don't know, 20 degrees. It was so cold that they could only go outside for the broadcast. Uh, so she had been outside for like five minutes. And <laughs> when, they, when they jumped to her, like her mouth was so basically frozen that it sounded like she had probably had, like she just got out of the pub. It was really funny. I'm going to cut this too. <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to figure out like where that story came from. Um, uh, well, I was thinking, uh, I, well, if you want okay, so this is, a we're going to have to record a podcast right after this one <clears throat> and just record like a random podcast. Uh, this is, a I have so in... many things to talk about, including your office. Okay. So here's my thought process. Okay. Do you ever do this where you, you end up somewhere that's like seven steps away from where you started. And then you try to trace your step back to figure out how you got there. So we're in the Amarillo area uh -huh. and one thing that i always wait for you to say is is clyde america and so when we got to lubbock i was thinking oh we didn't go down there but then i realized that they're not in the amarillo area nope and then i started thinking about henley which is where this this uh, particular video took place and then i realized that we were already off of the amarillo area but i decided to go ahead and go for it anyway interesting interesting way that we got there <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on to Brownsville, Harlingen, and Raymondville. Um, Brownsville was down 2.71%. Is that that's one of the first months we've seen a negative number in Brownsville, right? No, they've been up and down. Yeah, last month they were up 14%. Yeah, Harlingen was up 15. San Benito was up 13. South Padre Island up 13 and a half. Uh, Los Fresnos was up 39.61. Raymondville was up uh, 35%. Wow. And Port Isabel was up 3.96%. You want to hit your uh, your favorite Airbnb destination before That's we jump over to the MSAs? Sure. You want me to hit Kerrville, Fredericksburg? Also has been our star baker a couple of times, I think, right? This area? I think once. Once, yeah. Kerrville was up 10%. Fredericksburg was up 11.8%. And Ingram was up 14.5%. Fredericksburg continues to show ravishing numbers as they grow since July, they have been positive every month, except for one month, which was September. Uh, but the last two months they've been up 15% and 11% respectively. Thank you for that. I'm going to jump over to the CSA or MSAs now, uh, because uh, one problem with this classification grouping is that we always miss the Austin round rock area. Uh, and also a couple of other places. So Austin round rock up 2.3% for December. Uh, Austin proper down 4.6%. Round Rock down 8%. I feel like that's, yeah, 
Yeah. Round Rock has had some some rough goes. They were up last month about four uh, percent, but they have had some declines in the past six months. San Marcos, uh, as one would expect, up seventeen percent. Georgetown twenty one percent growth. Cedar Park up ten percent. Pflugerville sixteen. BK up seven. Kyle up thirteen. And Leander, home of the Leander Lions, twenty six point eight percent growth. I thought you were going to say your hometown. That is my hometown. Yeah. So I was trying to point out for you. Sunset Valley down 1%. Wow. That's unusual. I mean, it's pretty good, all things considered, um, because so much of their sales tax is physical in-store shopping. Yeah, true. The Colleen Temple area, jump in there real quick. Colleen was up 10%. Temple was down 3 uh, Harker Heights was up 10. Belton was up 20. Uh, she doesn't listen to our podcast, but Belton is the home of uh, Shelly, our old city secretary. I throw this in here just to see if she ever listens to our podcast. But so I'm sure she, she doesn't. She doesn't, no. She, she's the one who makes fun of us all the time. So uh, She got enough of us over like five or six years. That's correct, yeah. Copper's Cove was up nine, uh, 9.5%. Gatesville uh, is up 3%, so solid. And Lampasas was up 17. Nolanville was up 51 so good, good growth in those areas. Uh, I'm going to jump into your neck of the woods, Brian College Station, uh, as a whole down 1.2%. College Station up 3.8. Brian down 6.2. Uh, Caldwell up 24. Hearn, I'm sorry, Caldwell down 24. Hearn mm-hmm. down 8. Uh, Franklin basically flat. Garden Ridge up 33. Uh, so that's what it looks like down in Aggieville. A little rough in that area. I'm going to jump into the Abilene area. This, folks, is where we see Clyde America. Abilene was down just a little bit, just 1%. They did have a positive audit adjustment, which would increase that just slightly. Uh, Clyde was up 5%. Stanford was up 7%. Uh, Tide was down 0.71. Merkel, Texas, the home of Sterling Naren, who took my job in Hudson Oaks, Cool I think dude. the home of the German chancellor. I I doubt it. No. 2.87% up. What that else we got? A, that was a world politics joke. That you was, and didn't get that it, one. It, it fell flat. <laughs> so I have my political science degree from a real political science program where we studied the science of political science. There, there is no science to politics. That's true. Just it's a crazy world. I can throw some cold water on you. Is that it? Is that everybody? That's it. San Angelo, uh, 4.5%. And the Waco area, Waco uh, down 1.1%. They do have a positive audit adjustment of about 76,000 that helped that. Cubit down 4.6. Woodway up 6.3. Robinson up 11.4. Lacey Lakeview, 21.4% growth. Uh, McGregor up 2.5. And Beverly Hills up (laughs) 1.3. Beverly Hills. Brenham, Texas. Did you know that they made like four Beverly Hills Cops? Yes, I've watched all of them. I didn't know that. I'd only seen the first one. Yeah, no, they're they're very good. Brenham, Texas was up 2.82%. Just want to throw that out there. I think that pretty much wraps it. What's up? You're aware of this this stupid contrarian debate about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Really? Why didn't we talk about this in December? We could why have made a whole pe- podcast on this. I, th- I think it's asinine. But okay. why don't people say that Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie? I think there's a bigger case that Lethal Weapon's a Christmas movie than Die Hard. 
just because Lethal Weapon was released in December? No, it was set at Christmas. And there's there's a lot more uh, aspects of Christmas in Lethal Weapon than Die Hard. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't think okay. either of them should be classified as Christmas movies, but we happen to watch... Uh, we, we go through these phases, and I, like I mentioned Beverly Hills Cop, because we watched the first one just because, you know, just to watch it. And then I realized there were three other ones, so now we have to watch all three of those. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes we make the mistake of starting a set of movies, and then we have to just watch all of them. So we watched the first Die Hard around Christmas, and then we had to watch the other four, and they're they're all terrible. But anyway, so now I've got three more Lethal Weapons to watch at some point <laughs> in the near future. Nice. I like how your brain works. So, folks, uh, overall news, December sales, not terrible, you know. I would say the picture looked a little rosier than expected. Chad, yeah, what is, I, what is your I would be up? interested to take out all of the audit adjustments and see what that total change is. I think it would still be positive, uh, but you did have a couple of cities that were greatly, greatly helped by some audit corrections. Gotcha. So, I mean, all in all, though, I mean, it was a, it was a decent month. There were some audit adjustments that were made. We're going to give the Star Baker Award to Odessa. We can because... give it to Midland Odessa. Yeah, I mean, in the Midland Odessa area, like, hey, pretty excited for you guys to actually see a little bit of a bottom, maybe, because we were curious if that was going to arrive. Uh, and to be frank, that region was hurting before COVID, mm-hmm. right? So uh, almost two years of declines that they're rolling out of at this point. So uh, excited to see that. Uh, DFW, again, kind of came out as, as a you know one of the strong regions in the state uh, for kind of the second month in a row. And, uh, you know, we continue to see strong growth in Texas, uh, through business relocation, economic development. I think we were just named, uh, you know, uh, the DFW as a region was like named number two in the nation for, uh, for regions to be relocating to, I think Austin is actually number one. Uh, and so, and, and Houston is probably also on that top five list. Uh, San Antonio, I think makes the top 25. Uh, so we're, we're, you know, look, we're seeing a lot of growth in the state of Texas, uh, from an economic development standpoint, uh, a lot of relocations, uh, that are occurring in our area. So pretty exciting, uh, where things are going to go in the future. I am not a pessimist when it comes to the Texas economy. Um, I was a, I was a pessimist of the comptroller's, uh, original, uh, revenue, projection uh the one where he basically stated we were going to be down five billion dollars now he's basically come in and said we're going to be pretty much flat uh in the biennium so the texas legislative session should be fun to watch uh as they have very little to argue about uh so they have a lot to argue about they have a lot to argue (laughs) about they have a very little they should be arguing about because they have the money to fund state government with a little bit of cut but not too bad i don't think we're going to be in in the shape that many other states are in um which in texas means we're going to hear a lot of stupid for the next like three months. I think that's the kindest way to say it. We'll see all types of legislative proposals that everybody knows are not going to pass, but everybody wants meat and potatoes to take home to their district to talk about how they were, you know, super influential or crazy conservative or whatever that may be. Um, it just, you know, it's a blessing in Texas that we only meet every two years. So that's my wrap up on this podcast. Chad, what do you got? Uh, why don't you hit the, Comptroller's potentially changing some of those internet adjustments. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously the comptroller has continued to delay that. We believe it's delayed all the way until October at this point. Yeah. So just as a quick recap, we've talked about this quite a bit, so I don't want to rehash too much, but the comptroller has made a bunch of proposals to change certain aspects of uh, what 
defines a place of business. And so there will be some cities that will be hit hard by this change uh, because what they effectively have is uh, buildings Mm -hmm. which are being classified as places of business for the purpose of collecting sales tax. And in most cases, these buildings were created and built because of an incentive agreement, right? So the comptroller has proposed some, some changes to the administrative code to get those types of scenarios a little bit more in line with how online and remote sales take place now. So the comptroller uh, tried to go and define a place of business. They opened a Pandora's box of boiling poop and uh, they have tried Lovely. to work with a number of cities to, to figure it out. The, the reality is, is that um, the comptroller probably went a little too far in some I think of that. They just went too fast. Maybe I would say they. It's went good a- to have some consistency in how things are defined, but they they were talking about the thing that I didn't understand is they wanted to implement all these changes like within three months mm-hmm. of of announcing them, unless you had an incentive agreement, in which case you were given two or three years, correct, to sort of unwind that. So, it, if the purpose was to prevent cities from creating, you know, air quotes, sh- like shell businesses, so that they could. Uh, get sales tax, and then in order to do that, give a lot of it back to the to the company. Then it didn't make a whole lot of sense to make everyone else who wasn't actually doing that suffer immediately, while the people that were uh, sort of uh, doing what the comptroller thought was sort of going around the intent of the place of business definitions. I think there's a significant difference uh, in a fully automated warehouse that doesn't have any sales staff or anybody that's really conducting business there or really even uh, inventory. Yeah. I mean, very, I mean, that's the extreme version, right? Like I put a couple servers in a building, I generate sales tax. I get a kickback on that sales tax and all the other cities lose out because all that sales tax goes to that one city and the private industry gets that. The other, you know, as you kind of go down the, the line, you then have like warehousing operations for online sales, right? Uh, which don't have any sales component. Then you have warehousing operations that also have a sales office in them. Um, and, and then you, you, you have what I would consider uh, really what has delayed, in my opinion, the comptroller implementing the rules at this point, which would be specifically Round Rock uh, in, in Dell computer. Dell, yeah. Right. So when you order a Dell computer, you can go through the online process and order a Dell computer um, and, and probably not talk to anybody, but that's not really the way Dell operates. They, they operate, even if you're ordering online, somebody at Dell in Round Rock is talking to you on the computer through some type of messenger or through a 1-800 phone number yeah. or email. Like it's, it's not, uh, it's not clean cut. Like you're going to Amazon and buying, you know, yeah. Or just like buying an iMac from apple.com and correct to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything is, is pretty customized at Dell when you're, when you're buying it. Uh, and even when you're not buying something customized, there's always an interaction with a sales agent. Uh, and that's just kind of Dell's, uh, kind of thing. They, they just do that. Um, and, and so I think Dell's argument, which is not public, everybody kind of behind the scenes believes this is what the argument's going on is, you know, we are a place of business in Round Rock, Texas, because we're having these communications, these phone calls, all these different types of things that are happening here, even though somebody can't walk into our facility at Round Rock and buy a computer. Right. Um, and, and it's a, I would say it's a valid point. Yeah. And to be clear, we have no inside information on no Round Rock or Dell. Uh, but one would imagine that there is some kind of incentive attached to that 
location. Correct. And on deals of this size, the other important thing to note is, is that a lot of these cities and these users were actually given uh, taxation opinion letters from the comptroller when these deals were struck. Right. So, so they went into this with a, an actual like legal opinion from the comptroller's office that said, yes, you can do this deal the way that you want to do it. And now the comptroller is kind of changing some of those rules. I, I think there's a, we don't take an opinion on any of this. I, I just want to be very clear. We work for clients of all sizes. Some of them will be impacted. Some of them will not. The important thing is, is that the clients that we have that have or are going to be impacted, we want to educate, right? And so when they reach out to us, which we had one reach out to us this week, we want to make sure that they understand how to define something as a place of business. I think that's pretty clear on how you do that. And we help those cities do that. So just because the comptroller is changing the rules doesn't necessarily mean that your operation doesn't meet the threshold. Um, and you just need to understand it and understand those rules. And we've had clients that have successfully gone in and renegotiated their agreements or had a conversation. And those are legit. Reorganize the, the actual business operations. Yeah, reorganize the business operations so that it meets that threshold. And, and that's not them finding a loophole. I want to be very clear. That's an actual business operation on the ground that is performing sales functions so that they can operate as a place of business. This is not a loophole. Um, cause Chad and I took a really strong approach to that early on. And we continue to, that we were not going to help any client city find loopholes. Right. Um, and, and I think, uh, really I've been very impressed with the cities that we've worked with to understand that they know that they should do it the correct way. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, the worst thing that you could do is find some way to get around this. And then five, six years from now, the comptroller comes back and with an even you know, stronger fist and and corrects that right so and then, the writing is on the wall about what the comptroller is trying to do so let's not skirt around that anymore let's find ways to actually comply with with what the intent of these rules are or is correct but the can kicking has been real at this point like the the comptroller is clearly um avoiding the implementation of the rule at this point and and mainly i think because they're looking for some legislative relief um yeah, the a pandemic looking, didn't hurt in terms yeah, of the pandemic timing. didn't hurt. Correct. And, and they are looking for some legislative relief on this issue as well. So uh, we'll kind of see where it goes and, and, and you know, what happens, but we'll keep everybody informed as, as we get information. Cool. Well, Pat, I'm glad that we were able to uh, finally get back on our game day. Uh, it's been a little while. Apologize for the delay, but we're back and better than ever. You got anything else? No, that's it, man. Uh, just super excited to be back on and, uh, hopefully uh, with a good month, we'll have another one next month. All right. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Chad. 